Welcome to the New Yorker's August 2, 2010 issue. We have five articles for you. Atul Gawande offers an in-depth report on what medicine should and can do when it can't save your life. Next, Keith Gesson writes about Moscow's struggle with chronic traffic jams. Then, in Shouts and Murmurs, Teddy Wayne imagines what the TV show Mad Men would be like if it took place today. And in the current cinema, David Denby reviews the action thriller Salt, starring Angelina Jolie, and the French spy movie Farewell. But first, it's this week's comment. In Open Secrets, Hendrik Hertzberg writes about how the intelligence community is hobbled by secrecy, rivalry, and the overflow of information. These are hard times for newspapers, and not just the Times. America's other iconic daily of the past half-century, the Washington Post, has been doing a long, slow fade, speeded up lately by the Great Recession. The Post's weekday circulation is barely two-thirds what it was in the 1990s. During the most recently measured six-month period alone, sales of the weekday paper plummeted 13 percent. Repeated buyouts have decimated the staff. Last year, the Post closed its remaining domestic bureaus in Chicago, Los Angeles, and New York. Its stock price today is less than half what it was in 2004. Kaplan, the for-profit education outfit the Post acquired in 1984, now provides some 60% of its income. A glum, decade-old newsroom wisecrack that the Post is a test-prep tutoring service that puts out a newspaper as a hobby— got glummer in 2007 when the Washington Post Company officially declared itself an education and media company. No joke. All the more reason, then, to ladle on the praise when the Post shows that it can still produce the kind of public-spirited, enterprising journalism that is essential to the health of a free society. Last week, in a series of three articles totaling some 13,000 words, the paper explored the immense national security industry created since 9-11, a bureaucratic behemoth, substantially privatized but awash in public money, that has become so large, so unwieldy, and so secretive that it amounts to an alternative geography of the United States, a top-secret America hidden from public view and lacking in thorough oversight. Mimicking, consciously or not, the work product of its subject, the series begins by summarizing itself with a PowerPoint-like set of bullet points. Some 1,271 government organizations and 1,931 private companies work on programs related to counterterrorism, homeland security, and intelligence.